It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton on a Friday, the Get Stuck on Sports Podcast brought to you by Tri-County Equipment and uh, a lot to talk about. I'm going to start actually with a sport that uh, we haven't talked about yet, but this is the first time anybody's given us some information. So we'll, we'll open up the can of worms and we'll go for it here uh, and uh, tell you that in boys track, uh, this is from yesterday, correct? Uh, I believe so, yeah. St. Clair defeats uh, Marysville 77-58. to The Saints won nine events. The Vikings won eight events. So that, to, to me, sounds close, but uh, I don't quite know how they, how they score it, but I know that the Saints, like, swept the long jump, and so that's probably how they tacked on a whole bunch of uh, points. Um, and uh, DeMarco Singleton won the, disc- the discus, which doesn't surprise me. He, he, he's put together pretty good. Yeah, he can uh, – yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, Colton Proctor won three events, the pole vault at 10 feet. Uh, he won the 110 hurdles, and he won the 300 hurdles. So they used Colton to do all their jumping. <laughs> efficient. Uh, very, he's very efficient uh, at it. Um, Kai Penowell, a guy that we know from basketball – uh, also had uh, two first-place finishes in the 1600. Uh, Assuming that's the same Penowell. Yeah, we think so. Uh, and he won the uh, 200, which is a lot shorter than the 1600. How do, how do you young people run so much? Um, Evan Woodard won the uh, 800 for uh, Marysville. I think that's uh, the 32 that he won. It just got cut off in the, the Oh, okay, LaMarcus Lee? Yeah, Lee won the 200. Okay. And Penwell won the 3,200. So he's yeah. he's clearly the long-distance uh, runner. There were some uh, really good ones. Uh, Hack, and I'm sorry we don't have his first name, but 11.7 seconds in the 100-meter. Uh, that seems fast to me. That seems very fast to me. Um, that seems super fast to me. All right, so, uh, again, I don't care. Track. Soccer. Soccer. Tennis. And we've got some soccer scores today. Uh, tennis is another one. Golf. You got scores. You got information. It's accurate. We'll use it on the program because we like saying kids' names. Exactly. Um, that's that's kind of the whole thing. This is about getting the kids some exposure uh, and the accolades that they deserve for the hard work that they put in, especially this year. Yeah, especially no, this has been this a, year. a very tough year for just to be a high school athlete. So, in anything, I mean, we want to celebrate as many kids as we can. So, if, if we get the info, we'll do our best to – I mean, we might not talk about it for a full segment, but we'll mention it. Yeah. We'll let everyone out there know. Absolutely. We're going to do some baseball first when we come back because uh, I had a heck of a game on uh, Wednesday when uh, Marysville and Lakeshore got together. Late rally by the Vikings, and we'll talk about that when we come back. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. 
Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've been just seeing monster scores in all my softball games. Yeah, you have not had much pitching wherever you've gone. No, I, I, I saw 21 runs yesterday. Uh, earlier in the week, I saw 33 runs between PH and Marine City. So baseball has been a little bit better, at least after the first one, because there was 18 runs in my first baseball game. Mm-hmm. But then we did the game together, Yale-Elginac. That was a great 4-3 game where I thought uh, the, the pitching was the story. There were a couple of home runs hit, but the pitching was the story. Pitching was definitely the story on Wednesday at Marysville, Marysville and Lakeshore. Lakeshore got two in the second off Porter Kays, who I thought pitched a really good ball game. They got a single, a single, pulled off a double steal basically when a kid stuck his bat out to bunt and missed the ball. Yep. Uh, and then it was a ground ball to second, scored a run, moved the runner to the third, and a ground ball to second, scored a run. And that is how they scored, and that was their only two runs Kays went five, two runs, four hits, didn't walk anybody. Struck That's something out I've two. been noticing, at least in, with the baseball teams we've been at. Outside of one game, I haven't had a ton of walks. And that one game, Yale was on their, near the end of their pitching staff. Yeah, uh, two walks the entire game. Marysville pitching didn't give up any walks. The uh, starter for Lakeshore, Anthony Similo, gave up two walks, but he also struck out seven and only gave up three hits. Vikings finally got to him. He was two-pitch pitcher, Brady. Fastball, curveball. Worked for him, though? And, and, and basically, with few exceptions, once in a while he'd double up or throw a, a couple of curves in a row. But he was basically, here's a fastball. Here's the curveball. Here's the fastball. It looks faster now, doesn't it, after you've seen my big, slow-bending curveball. Uh, he was that kind of a, a pitcher. Uh, and they finally got to him in the sixth inning with a walk um, to Smayfield. Larry stole second, and the catcher threw the ball out in the center field, so he got to third. Owen Veggie singled him in, and then Owen went to second on a wild pitch, went to third on a wild pitch, and then uh, John Herdebees hit a ground ball right at the shortstop, right at him, and it went right through his legs. He looked like Chris Osgood. Point beat him, shot beat him from the point. <laughs> shot beat him from center ice. Al McGinnis beat him from center ice. Only the, the ball wasn't hit that uh, hard. So it was 2-2 going into the uh, bottom of the uh, seventh. Uh, and, uh, by the way, Colin uh, Richards came in to pitch the last two innings for the Vikings. Five strikeouts. Didn't Not walk bad. anybody. Gave up a couple of cheap singles. Um, but uh, never in any uh, trouble. So with one out, the Vikings got a nice – Line drive single from Cole Bowman, who pinch hit for uh, Cordero. Then a, a play. I didn't know how to score this. Okay, so Zach Meyer hits a ground ball to short. It yep. looked to me like they got the out at second base. And they just called him safe? Yeah. So my, my call, if you listen back to the game, and thank you to everybody who's been listening back to the game, yeah. by the way. Yeah, um, our play-by-play archive, just go to our website right there. I, a lot of you have found it, apparently. Yeah. I'm like, uh, out at second, throw to first, not in time. Meyer beats it out, so two down, and Meyer's the runner at first. Uh, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. He called him safe at second base. The, the ball beat him. It looked like the second baseman was on the bag. I, I don't know what he's calling. Lakeshore coach came out, talked to him for a minute or two, and then went back to the dugout. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why they 
called him safe at second, but they called him safe at second. I just wrote it down as a fielder's choice. There wasn't an error on the play. Right. Um, and I'm not – I. Can I give him a hit for that? I mean, I, I guess if you hit a slow enough ground ball that everyone just gets to the it, base. It, it was a routine ground ball. and, and but, but if there's no it, there's no error to give him, I guess Zach Wire gets an easy hit. I, I just didn't know how to score it, so I put it down as a fielder's choice. Larry Smayfield then uh, hit a tailor-made double play ball to the third baseman, and he butchered it. And that loaded up the bases for uh, Owen Vagey, who hit a uh, sacrifice uh, fly to center field to score the winning run. And the Vikings walked it off with a come-from-behind uh, come win. But uh, really, it started with the, the pitching with uh, Richards and uh, Kays. Um, and uh, Vagey, with uh, a hit, a run, and two RBIs, was the offensive hero of the game. And Smayfield can rake. When he gets a hold of the ball, he hit one oppo off the bottom of the fence and right at Marysville. That's a pretty good poke. Yeah. And got a double. Marysville's not inning. the deepest ballpark, but it's nowhere near the smallest either. It's it's deceptive because um, when, when I got there and I looked at it, it looked small. Like from behind home plate, it looks small to me until the outfielders actually get in the field and they're playing like regular depth. And then you go, oh, wait a minute. This is a lot bigger than I thought it was. Yeah. And then the other weird thing is the grass. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no, grass down both there's both no baselines for the baselines. Yeah, which I've I've actually never seen that before. Even on like turf fields, there's usually a dirt track from guess, home to first and third to home. Just growing up with that, I just kind of was like, yeah, that's how the field is. Yeah, I don't so know, that's I don't know the why. first time I've seen one like that. And I'm not saying that I don't like it. I, it's unique, and it it just kind of I'm like, oh wow, that's different. Never seen that. Well, we might as well talk about their game last night. Uh, then, since we're on, we're talking about Marysville, so we'll just go complete that. They played Crosslex in kind of an impromptu game. It was uh, Larry Smayfield for Marysville pitching, striking out ten, but couldn't get the offensive production. They lo- they lose two to one. Tyler Johnson in relief, six innings pitched, one hit, one walk. Seven Ks. Yeah, the, the apparently the starter got hurt in the first inning and couldn't come out for the second, so Johnson was next guy up. Yeah, let's see if uh, these guys sound familiar. Jake Townsend, hit, a walk, a run, and an RBI. Hunter Soper, a hit, and an RBI. Hmm. They bring the, the basketball court out to the well, baseball apparently, field? Apparently. Um, I was there, on, but I didn't see the game. There, That game ended same time that the softball game ended, and I was at the softball game. Um but it was a low-scoring game, another one, a good pitching performance. Just couldn't get the, the bats going on a cold day. So that's, that's what Marysville's done the last two days. Yeah, so ba- baseball has been about pitching, and softball has been about hitting so far here in uh, April. Well, it looked like I was going to have a low-scoring softball game when I did a doubleheader back on Wednesday. St. Clair and Armada went at it, and it was scoreless through – what was it? Three innings. St. Clair managed to push a run across in the fourth, and it was one nothing. You're like, that might do it. After five, Armada was able to just get one across to tie it, and you're like, all right, this is this is going to be close. St. Clair scores in the top of the sixth, and you're like, oh, that might be the one. And then out of nowhere, something happened with Armada's bats. All day, Maddie Cook for St. Clair had been pitching pretty well. No, not a lot of hard contact. And then it was 
double, triple, double, double, single, like hard hit balls. And if it wasn't for the wind blowing in, I think I would have seen two or three home runs in the bottom of the six when Armada pushed across eight runs. Uh, game one stats, Alexis Kanaki went three for four, Natalie Sauer two for three. Uh, Jenna Marasco out in center field played well. She got a hit and stole three bases. Uh, Sam Dulles went the distance for Armada, picked up the win, eventually the final nine to two there. And then in the nightcap, uh, Armada's bats just kind of kept going. I know uh, St. Clair brought up a girl from the JV, Audrey Schindler, who Looked a little nervous at first, but once she settled down, you you wouldn't have I wouldn't have known she was a JV player if they didn't if I wasn't told that it was uh, seven to one going into the third. But again, settling down, figuring it out, they they kept it going and and they couldn't get the offensive production they needed. Ten to five. The final in, oh, excuse me, 11 to 5 was the final through seven innings. Again, stats from the winning Armada Tigers. Marasco and DeBacher both went three for four. Uh, Sidney Elliott had two hits, and a host of others added a hit as well. DeBacher, five stolen bases, and Jenna Marasco had two stolen bases for the Tigers. St. Clair, I know, hasn't been at full strength. Um, and they haven't had their best pitcher. Yeah. Claire Borg was out again. Oh, might be their best hitter too. Yeah, yes, she's a she's a good stick. Sky Gottler hasn't played yet in a game I've been at. So they, I'm not gonna hit a panic button on Saint Clair softball. They've been without some players, and it's the non-conference. It's April softball. Yeah, things change a lot. And uh, and actually, uh, just real quick, uh, they lost yesterday to Romeo thirteen to six. Saint Clair did. Yeah, I don't think don't know how many they had back, but they're going to be uh, playing a lot <laughs> coming up, and I'll see them tonight. So see what they can do against Port here on high. But I don't want to take any way, credit away from Armada. Uh, Jenna Marasco, a nice player. Sydney Elliott, a good player. Um, Ellie Couch, another <laughs> really good player. They have talent abby clay another one i think they have five total girls going on to play college softball four of which were in the lineup back on wednesday speaking of girls that are going to play college uh, softball uh what what has alkanak done the last two days uh wednesday they beat gross point north 11 to 5 ella stevenson a homer and three rbis uh deanna delang a triple and an rbi camden thaler had three hits uh kenna bomarito retired the last 10 hitters to pick up the win, and it was her birthday, too, on Wednesday. So happy birthday to the freshman. Uh, and then uh, yesterday uh, they won two more games. Uh, their league openers, they beat Yale 10 to nothing and 14 to 3 and Bomarito drove in four runs in the nightcap uh, game. A lot of runs in the BWAC for softball because look what Elmont did. Okay, they, they put up uh, 30 against Northern in a doubleheader last weekend, 35 in a doubleheader against Crosslex. They won 15 to 9 and 20 to 13. Yeah, you um, think if you score 22 runs between two games, you'll at least split. Well, th- this is this is the thing. Elmont is averaging giving up 11 runs a game and they're 3 and 1 because they're scoring 16.25 runs a game. 
Can't, can't I mean, stop the offense. Why do you need pitching? The, the, these, these are combined totals for the two games. Ellie Chapman, seven hits, six runs scored. Sam Leeds, six hits, a home run. That's at least her second of the year. Uh, Lydia LaCavera had a home run. Sarah Hall had six hits. Devin Johnston, seven hits, six of them doubles. She drove in seven and scored five runs. Grace Johnson, seven hits, seven runs, scored five RBIs and five stolen bases. She's a speedy little Those slap hitter. Fair. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like seven hits and seven RBIs, six doubles? Six doubles. Johnston can hit. And, and just, a, just a couple of home runs, too. Yeah, just, just like, like kind of like afterthoughts where, yeah, <laughs> just, just a, a, a couple, um, couple more softball scores. Tough one yesterday for Marine City, a walk off for Frazier. They beat the Mariners seven to uh, six. Uh, we mentioned Romeo beat St. Clair 13 six. Anchor Bay was a three two winner over Dakota. I had a softball game yesterday, but I think we'll take the break. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about your baseball game, and we've got a few more baseball scores as well to tell you about as we continue here on Get Stuck on Sports in just a moment with the podcast. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey along with uh, Brady Bean. Boy, we got off on a side thing there. Anyway. <laughs> During the uh, break. I saw uh, softball yesterday. It, it was... Um, Unique in this, it's not often that you see a, uh, one team jump out to an 8 nothing lead and the other team score the next five runs and get back into the game at 8-5 to five, all of a sudden to give up eight more runs again and lose 16-5. to, <laughs> to five. And that's, Yeah, you had a wild one. Yeah, I, I, another uh, wild one. Uh, and a lot of uh, hitting and a lot of offense. But let's start with the pitching. Kirsten Smith had uh, a unique line yesterday. In five innings, she gave up five runs, four hits, and walked six. But she struck out 13. She got 15 outs in the game, and 13 of them were strikeouts. I don't know if that's good or bad. On a rainy day, I'm a defender, and I got to stand out there, and and nobody got to play on the ball until uh, the second out of the fourth inning when uh, Ali Shagney hit a ground ball to first to that, score a run. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awful on a cold day for everyone Yeah, else. The, 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 the only putouts were Anna Oles had 13 putouts catching all the strikeouts. <laughs> and then uh, the, the first baseman, Perrin, fielded a ground ball and stepped on the bag. And the uh, left fielder caught a, a fly ball off the bat of Miranda McNaughton, who had two hits, two doubles for Northern and drove in three of their runs. She had a bases-clearing uh, double to – start a, a four-run rally for Northern in the third to get them back in the game. But Marysville could not be bothered at the plate yesterday. It rained for part of the game. It was cold. They smacked out 18 hits, Brady. Scored 16 runs. Smith hit a two-run homer, second batter of the game. What's it with you and your first inning home runs? I, I love it. It's so much fun. Hers kind of surprised me. Um, she got it up uh, to right center field, and the uh, I knew it was over the head of the outfielder. 
Mm-hmm. But she was running back, running back, running back, and then all of a sudden it disappeared over the fence. <laughs> and it's like, what in the world? That that ball carried, and then uh, the game ended with a home run. Uh, Kelly Perrin hit one to center field that was, as, as soon as you heard the noise, you knew. Like, it was just boom. And it's like, yeah, that's gone. This game's over. <laughs> a walk-off mercy rule hit. Yeah, which, which again, uh, how often do you see that? But Perrin had the single, the double, and the homer. Smith had the single, the double, and the homer. And uh, Oles and Kane had the triples. All right. <laughs> that's that is something. Kane went four for four, four runs scored, two RBIs. Three for four for Smith with four RBIs. Three for four for Perrin with four RBIs. Uh, Brandy Bassett had two hits and drove in uh, three runs. Two hits uh, each for uh, Kylie Parent and Avery Woodard, uh, the the eight, nine hitters for uh, Marysville. Four hits and three runs yesterday, including uh, a double. And uh, up at the top of the board, uh, batting order, Kate Westmiller singled, had a sack fly, uh, also scored a run. Uh, Ols scored three runs yesterday. Actually, Emma Curtis scored three runs, but Ols got on base three times, and then Emma ran for the catcher. Uh, and Ols also uh, knocked in a run with a, a triple in the uh, fifth inning. Uh, Mar- Marysville, three runs in the first, five runs in the second. They got shut down in the third. That's when it looked like Northern was coming back. Northern got four in the top of the third to cut it to 8-4, shut them down in the bottom of the third, got a run in the top of the fourth to make it 8-5. to five. You're like, all right, we got ourselves a yeah. ball game. They actually they had the bases loaded in the fourth with Shagney at the plate as the tying run uh, with the wind blowing out to right. <laughs> and Thought the hook could push it out there. And, and, and I probably jinxed it because I haven't called a grand slam yet. And I said, this would be a good spot for my first grand slam, and she – Rolled over one and grounded out to first, um, but then Marysville uh, it got to eight to five. I don't know what Ryan Ranthew told his team, but uh, they scored the next eight runs. They got three in the bottom of the inning and five in the bottom of the fifth. So to end, to end it, yeah. So uh, I, Marysville's now two and zero, oh, uh, and both their wins are league wins. This is the other thing, early in the season. This was for first place. Yeah, early in the year, but <laughs> early in the year, but Marysville's nevertheless two, still two and zero in league, and Northern fall to, falls to one and one in league, two and three overall. And I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm off the uh, the the Christmas uh, card uh, list for Coach Shagney because he's convinced <laughs> I'm the reason that uh, they're struggling uh, uh, with the pitching right now. Uh, Wanna Rebecca Larson had two hits and scored a run. For Northern, she's very quietly like when we talk about the Huskies, it's usually about Ali Shagney, Megan Prangy, Miranda McNaughton. Mm-hmm. But Larson's having a really good start to the the season. She's been hitting a lot for them. Uh, let's see what else. I think we had up uh, North Branch swept two. No, that was baseball scores. Yeah, sorry. I'm looking just to make sure we got all the softball in. We did get all the softball in. So let's go back to baseball and talk about your game uh, yesterday that you saw. Yeah, it was a long one. It was a cold one, but it wasn't a bad baseball game by any means. Northern beat Algonac 6-1. to one. Northern only gave up three hits on the day. Luke Angels came in and pitched five innings in the start, struck out four, only walked the two. He gave up a single in the first. He gave up a single, a just a kind of a weak ground ball single to start off the second. And then didn't give up another hit till the fifth inning. 
the only run they gave up was unearned. It was a walk, a pass ball to move him to second, and an error that scored him. And it's unearned because, well, with that out and the next guy grounds out, not an earned run for Luke Angels. He pitched well, attacked the zone. Nobody hit him hard. He actually did a uh, good job driving in the, uh, the their first run. He hit a double that, Dennis, if he hits that at most of the other ballparks, not excluding Port here on high because that's also a canyon yeah. in left center. Like, if he hits that at Marysville, he's jogging around the bases. He hits that at Algonac or St. Clair, Marine City. He's having a trot around the bases. As it stood, it was an RBI double to get the game started. And Northern never looked back after that. They did a good job. Um, Alan Crow pitched again for Algonac. Outside of that, wasn't really hit hard. Uh, had a little problem walking. Gave up three walks in two and a third. Jacob Kasner came in, settled down a bit. But you look at how they scored their next runs. It was a walk, an error, and then a single and a sack fly from Nick Cartmel and Owen Johnson. And Northern would just add a run here, add a run there. But I was impressed with their pitching staff. I was impressed defensively on a cold day early in the season. Not a lot of errors. They Not a lot of throwing the ball around, even from both teams. Algonac has had a little trouble with the sticks recently. I think when we saw Monday, it was, what, only three hits for them then, too? Yeah. So yeah, they, had, they had the two-run homer from, uh, from Critson, but uh, really not a whole lot else going on. Yeah, so Muskrat's... Could wake up the bats a little more, but besides, I mean, they play well defensively. That for the most part, they throw strikes. I mean, between Kasner and uh, Jack Cody, only w- walked one, hit one, and Northern plays well. Uh, we get you'll get to see him against St. Clair tonight. Yeah, two. Uh, yeah, the, the first one starts at two thirty today. But we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that in the next uh, segment. But. Maybe. Yeah, no, I was just impressed with, you know, early season, you might see the ball thrown around a lot. Northern's team is very sound. They have nice hands. I like having Derek Ruiz over at short. Owen Johnson plays well at third. Uh, Cartmel is an athletic first baseman. Elkanak, I will give them a little credit. They got a little unlucky. In the second inning, you had runners on first and second or second and third, rather, excuse me, with two outs. Joey DeBoyer comes up to bat. He crushes one to left center field, and it was Alex Armstrong laying out diving. If he misses it, it's rolling near the 375 sign, um, and it might it might have been a triple, if not an inside the parker, for Joey DeBoyer with his speed. He, he robbed at least a double from him and two runs and couldn't really do anything else. The only other time that they threatened uh, was in the fifth in Angel's last inning of work. Kasner was on second. At this point, I believe it was a still a 2-1 to one or 3-1 to one game. And Charlie Bartolomucci just turns on one, squares it up, hits it on the screws, and Cartmel... Takes one step to his right, dives, catches it, turns the second, picks off the runner at second for an inning-ending double Those are play. tough, you know. But the the game will even it out, and Bartolomucci the next time will hit a 
pop-up that will drop between four guys and you'll get a double. Yeah. Whoever the first base <laughs> coach was for Algonac, you saw him just lower his head like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, we haven't had a ton of hard-hit balls, and our two best swings of the day are both outs. And then the next time up, um, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Cole Perrick. Um, but whoever led off the next inning hit, like, a little blooper single. And yeah, you're that's, like, that's how it always goes. You're like, baseball's a fickle sport. And is not forgiving because no. oh you're just like Bartolomucci, perfect swing like couldn't ask for any more, squared it up and Cartmel had to dive make a catch and caught who I I don't remember who the courtesy runner was for Algonac at that point but doubled him off and you're just like oh all right I guess Algonac gets no luck today oh, I'm gonna give a shout to my hockey guys because Logan Sheffer had two hits and scored three runs. And Dominic Ruiz had a hit and scored two runs. So, Yeah, Northern's going to be a good team. They have a good pitching staff. And I, before we get done, want to give a shout-out to the who they brought in in the, in the seventh, uh, Ryan Falastro. I, I, I find it out after the fact. He's only a freshman. Kid throws well. He, and, yeah, he, he was bringing it a little bit in the cold. And Algonac couldn't really do anything with him. I was impressed with Ryan Falastro. So he, he's one. Hughes is another one at the end of games. And I thought uh, Richards for Marysville was, uh, was really good the other day. So we got some guys that can pitch late in ball games. Well, you're going to see a lot of pitching today when you see the double. Well, I'm interested but- to see what the gurus got for me. I'm going to show up and say <laughs> you better throw your two aces. Because I want to see some. Well, he's got about four or five, apparently, (laughs) to pick from. But we'll save this discussion for next. Okay. Um, Uh, Any other scores? Yeah, a couple more that I want to give. Baseball, uh, this was yesterday. North Branch uh, took two from Richmond, 13-5 and 6-4. And Anchor Bay outslugged Eisenhower for a 15-10 uh, uh, win. Jeez, Eisenhower can hit, apparently. Yeah, and then uh, Richmond was a winner over North Branch 8-2 to two on Wednesday. Uh, Lance Cruz North beat Marine City 10-9. to nine. Uh, Charles Tigert had a couple of hits. So did Jeff uh, Heslop, Nolan Distelrath, and Ian Blackstock, but not enough for the uh, Mariners. Uh, St. Clair beat uh, Eisenhower 9-5. to five. That was in extra innings, I found out yep, uh, later. Uh, and Caleb uh, uh, Ackett's had uh, three RBIs in the eighth inning, so he cleared the bases with a hit in the eighth to, to put the Saints ahead for good. Two hits for Logan Ellis, two hits for Luke Ellis, two hits for Cam uh, Bleasdale, who also picked up the uh, win there. Cardinal Mooney took two from Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes. 15 nothing in game one, lots of hitting, obviously. Anthony uh, DiGiuseppe had four hits and drove in two. Trent Rice had a couple of hits. Nathan Super, that's a super name. He had two hits. Ryan I Trombley. I knew you were going to make some bad joke as soon as I saw that name. Ryan Trombley, two hits, three RBIs. Tom Rice with two hits and three RBIs. And then in the second game, uh, Mooney did some more hitting. Nick uh, Garcia with two hits, including a home run. Drove in three as Mooney swept the doubleheader with a 12 nothing win. Nathan Super with a five-inning no-hitter, walking two and striking out eight. He was super. 
just go to commercial. After Not that. going to commercial till I give these soccer scores. Uh, Wednesday, Northern uh, Girls Soccer beat Mott four to nothing. Marine City a one nothing win over Tower. Uh, Armada beat Yale eight nothing. Hat tricks in that one for Jenna Nichols and Aaron Pace. And uh, Carolyn Cop uh, had a goal and two assists. Richmond was a winner on Wednesday nine to one over Imlay City in BWAC play. And there were. Uh, Four games reported uh, yesterday. Uh, USA beat Marlette 6-0. That's soccer talk. Uh, New Haven over Memphis 5-1. St. Clair beats Lakeview 3-1. And Troy Athens beat Anchor Bay 2-1. And uh, soccer folks, tell us who scores your goals and who gets your shutouts, and uh, we'll get that on the podcast. All right. All right. Just tag us on Twitter or email us. You can find all that on our website. And we'd love we'd love to give these scores. Absolutely. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about what we've got uh, today and tomorrow because we're, we're busy. Uh, between today and tomorrow, we're going to do nine games. <laughs> nine <laughs> games. Wow. <laughs> we'll enjoy it. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They are open weekdays, 830 to 430, or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Lowe's will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. 
Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. So, yeah, not fooling. Uh, nine games over the next uh, two days. Three today. I've got a baseball doubleheader. Actually gets going early. 2.30 is first pitch at uh, Northern. No, I kind of I kind of like that for you. Yeah, I do too. Um, St. Clair, who we're very interested to see the uh, Saints baseball team in action. Um, you, you've seen Northern as recently as yesterday. This should be a, a pretty good doubleheader. Yeah, you, you'll see some good pitching. Um, I guess that uh, Northern might be throwing some better arms today than, than I saw yesterday. Um, and... Yeah, you're going to see a lot of good pitching, and I can't wait for Denny to go, yeah, you know, maybe we can get some balls over the plate or slow play us and tell us how how not good his team is, and then the rankings come out and he's picked to win the National Universal <laughs> Championship. <laughs> well, I don't think it was quite that big a thing, but they they were in the top five. Yeah, which is basically picked to go to a state semifinal. Yeah, yeah, and, and he, he did when – the, the first time we had him on a podcast during football season, he came on for the pickums. Yeah, he was like, and, and, like how's baseball going to look? Ah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't until the end of basketball season he kind of comes up to me, I think, at a basketball game and goes, so I may have lied a little bit about the <laughs> baseball team. And I'm like, I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. Well, uh, again, and they're, they're coming off an extra inning win over, uh, over Ike earlier in the week so they're off to a good start so two at northern today 230 and then 430 ish yeah about then just maybe, listen maybe and, a little earlier and i will be in st Clair for a softball game between the big reds and the saints third well technically fourth time i get to see the saints this week well, st Clair's literally playing like every single day which actually is not good for them right now because they have so many people out. Yeah, because they're shorthanded. I'll be getting started about the time your second game should be getting started, and it's going to be another cold one out there today. The Big Reds can hit, okay? The Trombley girls can uh, hit, um, and Morgan James can hit, uh, um, Gilbert can hit, but their big issue earlier in the week when they played Marine City is catching the ball. They, they just had a horrible day in the field. 
Uh, the outfielders struggled. They struggled throwing the ball ar- around. I mean, they just they, – they didn't give Kenya much uh, defensive support. She gives up uh, – well, she didn't give up all 22 runs, but she gave up a, a, a ton of runs, and it's like most of them are unearned. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, it is early in the season. Oh, you'll, you can give them a pass, see what they can do now in game two. In their, uh, this is their second game, right? I, uh, I don't know if they've played uh, since. I haven't seen a score for them since. So, All right. Uh, but I, I, I do know this. They can hit a little bit, uh, and they've got power. Mm-hmm. They've, got, they've got girls that can reach the fences there uh, at St. Clair. The question is, is will they defend enough? Mm-hmm. Will, will they continue to make the mistakes, or will they clean it up? Because, you know, even with being shorthanded, St. Clair, they make the plays. They, they only maybe once a game they do something, you go, oh, come on. You'd like to see that cleaned up. But for the most part, they play solid, smart softball. Speaking of softball, how about six games on Saturday? We'll each do three. Yeah, oh, boy. We'll go to the same place, but we'll be at different spots. Uh, I'll be on field one at Imlay City, which I think is out in – it might even be across the street from the school. And you'll be at field two, which is behind the school. Yeah, that's – so they'll keep us separate. They're smart that way. We're getting started <laughs> early. Oh, at least there's a time limit in these games. Yeah, that'll help. It, it, the The first games are at nine o'clock. You've got a really good one, I think, uh, Marysville Marine City, because that's a heated uh, rivalry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, again, both these teams can hit. So the, so the question will be who pitches better. Right. And getting started early, nine a.m. So you wake up. Uh, it might before probably be in the third inning by the time, at least when I would wake up on yeah, Saturday. It's it's the the crack, not the crack of the bat. It's the crack of dawn. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, it's gonna feel like that getting up on Saturday. So I have all three MLA City games. They're the host of the tournament. It's the MLA City tournament. They're gonna play Clarkston at nine. Then at ten thirty they'll play Marine City, and at twelve thirty they play Marysville. There's an hour twenty minute time limit to the games, which will help. Speed things along, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're going to use the, the tiebreaker rule where the guy goes to second. Yeah. I can't believe Major League Baseball. I know. I shouldn't get started on this topic, but I can't believe Major League Baseball uses this dumb rule. Yeah. It's great for high school. It's and, good and for this situation. Yes. Where you're trying to get three games in. You don't want to be there for 10 hours. All right, let's get a run scored. Like, in this situation, fine. No problem with it. Um, and, yeah, we're going to see three local teams play Emily City. You're going to see all three of their games. Yep. I will see Marysville twice and Marine City twice, as the, the latter two will be against Clarkston, and I'm assuming they're going to be decent. They usually are. Yeah, you just hear Clarkston's another one of those schools where you hear the name and you go, okay, they'll be good. Yeah. They'll, they'll bring a, a solid team there, um, and, and we'll see uh, how, how that goes. Again, a BWAC team. A lot of runs being scored in the BWAC, and Emily City put it to somebody the other day. Yeah, Richmond, I think. Yeah, that's. Let me go back and check to see if we have that. Um, and, and you know, so and again, when I think of Clarkson, I think of pitching. They always have like a stud pitcher, so that would be uh, unique. And I know Marine City and Marysville can can hit the ball, so um, this will be, uh, I think, a a fun Saturday uh, with these uh, games. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see if we, we get a lot of uh, runs or if we, uh, you know, if Clarkston shows up and they've got a, a pitcher that can 
shut down all this offense because if, if they can't, they, they drove a long way for a long day. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, I guess, looking at this now, I can't believe we already have to start figuring out where we're going next week. Like, this week went by really fast. Well, that, we had a happen. lot of games. We had a lot of games. Yeah, and we had one get uh, canceled. We had one of the games get canceled on Monday, so we worked together Monday. Mm-hmm. But the, the plan was to do 18, and it'll end up being 17 if we get our last six in. And if we get our last nine. next week unscathed, we'll be at 150 games through the year. Yeah, we're at uh, one, what is it? It's 129 going into today. Mm-hmm. So three games today, 132, six games on Saturday, 138 games. When when I sat down like before football season and we had the COVID thing and they shortened the football season and we figured basketball would be affected and get shortened, you looked at me and said, how many games do you think we're going to do during the school year? And I said, ah, we'll get to 100. You said, well, we might be able to get to 100. And, <laughs> yeah, we actually we, thought we'd do more podcasts. And, by the way, this is podcast number 90 today. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, so, yeah, the, we, we've, we've blown well past the 100-game mark. Yes, we have. And, and I, I, don't, I don't think we'll get to 200, but. We'll, I think we'll get closer than we think. Yeah, well, we'll let, let, let's just take a, a, a guesstimate. 175 before the I'm playoffs taking the over. over. I'm taking the over. Because it just ta- – think about it. We have one more day like this. Think about districts alone. That's going to be minimum th- three games each in a day. Yeah. So for baseball and softball, that's 12 games right there. And with double headers, I bet you we get closer to 200 than you think. Well, well, we'll see, but uh, I'm happy about that. Yes. I'm not complaining. No. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. The, I might the... be muttering some things when I'm waking up at <laughs> 6.45 on Saturday, but then I'll get there and I'll be happy watching some softball. Uh, you're still complaining about that start time. Eh, no, because I'll be happy when it's 2 o'clock and I'm on my way home. Uh-huh. You, you hope. Eh, there's a time limit. <laughs> I don't care how long. <laughs> hey, you can take all the time you want. Hour 20. You're done. Get well, they got to finish the inning, and this is what's going to happen to you. You're going to start your last inning at one at one nineteen, and the inning is going to go for an hour and a half. Don't 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 say that. <laughs> Just because you said what you said. All right. All right. Anyway, you got anything else? No, I think we've rambled on enough. All right. Um, it's been a good week, and it's uh, only going to get better. Two today from Northern in baseball. Uh, the Huskies taking on the Saints in a doubleheader that starts at 2.30 on stream one. And Brady's got a, a good rivalry matchup as PH plays uh, Marine City today in uh, softball. That one gets going at 4.30 this afternoon on uh, stream two. You're going to love the Marine City. It's a band box. You're going to see a home run today. You mean St. Clair? Or St. Clair. Yeah, I saw, I mean, I saw one last time. Yeah, I was no, there. I was thinking – PH yeah. Marine City, the game I saw. Yeah. You're seeing PH St. Clair. Mm hmm. Yeah. You'll see a home run today. Probably. Unless the wind's blowing in. Hopefully not. May, may, maybe more than one. We'll see. All right. That's uh, all we've got. Have a good weekend and uh, enjoy uh, some baseball and some softball with us over the next two days here on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.